Welcome, welcome to another edition of our weekly Friday market update. Every Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific time, I go over live what is actually happening when it comes to the Bay Area real estate market. I provide you my insights and my thoughts when it comes to any of the headline articles that you may read and what I actually see on the ground level. Uh, afterwards, if there's any closings that I have done, I go over the stories of that so you can get a general sense of if those stories might relate to you or anyone you know. And then last but not least, we look into the data itself. I want you to be able to understand and see what is actually happening in the marketplace so that you can make an informed decision whether you want to buy, sell, or invest in the Bay Area. And of course, I'm always happy to work with you and connect with you so that I can learn about your goals, leverage my data-driven approach along with my sales and marketing assets to be able to help you gain a competitive advantage. Let's get started for the week. Big news, LinkedIn wheels and deals to cement long-term South Bay presence. What LinkedIn has done is they actually bought the building itself. I think they actually bought the land. $323 million all cash deal for his current headquarters in Sunnyvale, uh, according to the recorder's office as of the last month. This is 287,000 square feet, and they are still continuing to expand. They have lots of offices. You can see one of their newest buildings. I think this is a, this looks like a, this is a draft of what it'll look like. But if you've driven by LinkedIn's corporate headquarters in Sunnyvale, you can see they've been expanding throughout uh, the last year and a half. There's been lots of new construction. I think they have a massive parking structure that's near there too, but it's going to be beautiful and they're going to keep on building and keep on constructing. And this is a very big sign, big news that as I mentioned before, for weeks, if not months now, big tech will continue to cement and establish and grow, quite frankly, rapidly in terms of the new space. This is a big win for the corporate real estate space, as you can imagine, because they have actually bought the land, not just lease. Lease is just one thing, but literally buying that land and that building. Very interesting news. And it's not common. Most tech companies do not get in the business of owning and managing real estate. That's not their core competency. But at the same time, because they want to make sure their presence is here for a long time and not have issues down the road, especially when you're constructing all these new offices for them, uh, they wanted to have that local presence here. So big news for LinkedIn. Next, longtime Bay Area brewery, Gordon Beers plans to stay in San Jose forever. Another big news. They have been, uh, you know, if you have been in the brewery, very good uh, opportunity, good location for you to go through their tours. They have a, a massive facility out here. This $11.8 million deal took about 18 months to complete. It includes 3.1 acre site and their 110,000 square foot. Great news as well, you know, for those that are fans of the downtown area, uh, they are just you know, they've always been there for a good a good while. They have a small plant near there too. So highly encourage you to check it out. Fantastic place, locally brewed, locally owned. Um, lots of great options for not just beer, but also I think some food uh, in that area. Lorraine, always good to hear from you. Um, thank you so much for tuning in uh, and I hope you enjoy the show. SF Penthouse sells for highest condo price since pre-pandemic times. A recent $8.5 million sale is the biggest condo resale in the downtown core since the pandemic began pushing buyers towards single-family homes. This two-level penthouse in the Four Seasons residences has four bedrooms, three and a half baths, 
unobstructed views of the bay. Pretty interesting to see. Now, make no mistake, there have been other transactions that have happened in the 2 million, 3 million, 4 million mark, but this is the first one over $5 million since 2019. Now, is this a sign to come? We will see, but it's incredible, right? This is a big gap, eight and a half versus 5 million. You would assume that the luxury markets of condos, you know, could have been dropping significantly. And that's it's maybe arguably the eight and a half million could be closer to the $5 million mark if it wasn't that much distress. But as you can see, evidently it was not. But, you know, there's always going to be buyers uh, that are looking to make moves. You know, there's tons of people that have done incredibly well over the year. It could be through uh, an IPO. It could just be through general. Most companies have done phenomenally when it comes to, uh, you know, the tech, uh, tech, tech stock performances and things like that. So, Maybe it's a sight to see, especially as things continue to reopen up in San Francisco. Now, what's interesting, I think you'll see momentarily, as you can see here, is they're not returning from a work perspective. You can see the SF occupancy rate, vacancy rate rises at 20%, highest level since 2003. There are more and more leasing activities, but I think in aggregate, there's a combination of there's one more office space than before, just period. So there's more new buildings. And number two, the demand and interest for SF is not the same as it is for the peninsula or the South Bay. However, it's not preventing people from moving back, from buying properties, from wanting to be in the city again, right? I'm going to go to the city tonight myself. And if anyone is there, feel free to hit me up. Love to catch up over drinks or for dinner. But, you know, SF is a place to be. I mean, as things have opened up for younger individuals or people that want kind of that uh, social life. I mean, there's all sorts of great downtowns along the peninsula in the South Bay, but it's hard to find something like that in the Bay Area outside of San Francisco. So they will always have that, not always, but currently they still have that allure for people to go back, especially as people have craved for it. So there are people moving back, but I don't. they're not necessarily moving back because of work for the most parts. But we will see. We will see as the months progress. Uh, because most are, are kind of expected to be back in September, October. So we will really see at that time. Next, um, new developments happening, but this in this case is for affordable housing. Santa Clara County Agency preps affordable homes development studies headquarter move. Hundreds of affordable homes are being eyed on the edge of downtown San Jose. I think it's important to understand where are things actually happening. You can see on this side, this is kind of towards more of the east parts of San Jose. There is more uh, opportunities to grow there. The general medium income in that area is less, but it's still close to a lot of things, right? It's still close to San Jose State. Google Village is actually on the west side of this 87. So it's, you know, it's probably at least 15 blocks or so. So it's not necessarily geared for, for them, but it's geared towards future BART stations. There's going to be planned BART stations probably the next 10 years or so. And so it'll be interesting to see how this actually plays out. They plan to build up, as you can see, 661 residences. Looks like some of the new construction will actually happen towards 2022. Now, make no mistake, though, for most people that are probably listening to this show, it's probably not going to be uh, right for you. You know, there are um, requirements, basically from an income perspective, to be here. There is also a usual a cap as to how you actually sell it. So it's very... Um, it's very, uh, the growth is very limited. It's not market driven. So just 
be aware of that. The other thing is many times it's actually a lottery system. So you have to go through a program. You have to earn, I think, like under $100,000 as a family. Uh, and then you go through a program. You got to pass a certain courses. And then usually it's a lottery. So they're actually arguably a lot harder to get and not, quite frankly, that necessary for a lot of people. So something to be mindful of uh, about these units. So, But it's still good to see, right? We need a lot more affordable housing, whether it's for teachers, whether it's for staff members, uh, lots of other professions that could benefit of this. But keep in mind, affordable housing means it is capped in terms of how much income you can make to be able to qualify for this. And it's also a lottery. So it's very, very difficult. Uh, last but not least from a news update, June jobs report is great news for the housing market. Well, we'll see. Um, there's been a lot of employers hiring again, right? I mean, think about any restaurant that you've been to. It is packed and they are having a very difficult time trying to find workers. Combination of lots of opportunities for people, combination of the unemployment benefits. Some people may elect to not even want to work. So there's a lot of issues and I don't understand why they still have these, you know, unemployment benefits when everything is wide open. I mean, these companies can't hire enough. So there's been a ton of jobs that are just hiring. We can't hire enough. Um, so it feels like people are just taking advantage of the system than anything else. But if you want a job as a waiter, as a hostess, as someone working in the service industry, tons of jobs, and they're all paying quite a bit more. You know, I have many friends that own restaurants are offering sign-on sign -in bonuses as well. Like pretty incredible times for those that want to put in the work itself and earn a living. So it's happening, right? It's happening across the board, across the entire country. We cannot hire enough, tons of opportunities. Uh, and this goes to show like where the market is and where things are chugging along. Now, as you know, we have brought up many, many times in the past, tech companies have continued to do phenomenal. So engineers, more flexibility than ever before, save more money than ever before, earn more money than ever before. So it's a, it is a difference of um, the disparity which is going to continue to happen. I don't see how it wouldn't keep happening. Um, you know, there's a lot of complaints about it, but I don't see how it can really deviate. And so something to be mindful of uh, as the weeks and months goes on. And I think we should continue to hear very, very positive job numbers at the moment. Okay, so let's take a look at the data itself. Uh, in terms of market updates, uh, in San Mateo County, you can see we have less new listings. Now, there's, um, this was the this carried on over the long weekend, so we do have less listings than before than the than the uh, springtime. Now, I suspect this will probably be the case moving forward for the summertime. We should have a little bit less, as you can see, it's about fifty units less a month, or sorry, less a week. So that translates to about twenty percent less for people to choose from. Um, so is this something to be mindful of? It's still plenty of opportunities, right? 177 new listings a week at the moment. You can see prices. Now, July, we have a few more dates now in place versus last week. Last week was just one day. You can see what's happening in San Mateo County. I suspect this shouldn't be as steep of a growth. It was actually a 10% growth month over month of June versus May. I suspect July will probably be somewhat I think it'll still increase from what I see, but I think it'll be a modest increase, uh, not as extreme as before, but we'll see what happens. For condos, townhomes, very interesting to see at the moment. I think things will change because this was only added 40 uh, closings. 
I think it will probably be a little bit lower than it was before, um, but it'll, it'll probably be higher than what we see right now. That's what at least I see from the marketplace in San Mateo County. Santa Clara County, let's take a look at what's going on here. Uh, prices for single family, as you can see, has actually cooled down a little bit. You can see the number of new listings, 521, about the same kind of ratios. It's about you know 521 versus what it was before, about 600. That's 80. So that's about, what, 15% less than it was uh, weeks prior. I suspect prices will hopefully cool off a little bit. I think prices may decline slightly. I wouldn't expect anything crazy. So it's always going to be case by case, but we do see that happening right now. Related to condos and townhomes, though, as you can see, it's a very different trend. People are giving up for single-family homes, and so they will elect to get into uh, condos and townhomes instead. And there are more and more people coming back, especially in big tech in the Mountain Views, Sunnyvale uh, locations. So I suspect Santa Clara County will continue to do quite well. Alameda County, what is going on here? The interesting case, as you can see, is that Alameda County has somewhat flattened. There is probably a, there is a small increase, but for the most part, it's pretty predictable as to where things will probably go. And a lot has to do with people are returning back to the office. So they may factor in location, which they did not factor in, as you can see, leading up leading up to basically about the April timeframe. But now that fact that people are factoring in the commute, I think this will continue to be a factor here. It will still drive people to the area because you pay less for the house you get there. But with commute being a factor again, I think this will have an impact, at least for single family. And it has been this way for about three and a half months now. So it's very, very clear that it's somewhat flattened. It's still small growth, but some very, very manageable and very predictable. Condos and townhomes, different story though. Continues to rise, continue to do well as people have either exited uh, from the single family search to something that's much less and or for first time buyers buying condos in these markets. And last but not least, let's wrap things up with San Francisco. I mean, look at what has happened in San Francisco. As of right now, we only have nine, about eight days of data. We can see single family San Francisco. Wow, wow, wow. Continues to improve, continues to do very well. This may be out of all the charts you have seen so far, may be one of the most steepest growth ones that we will see. So we will, we will continue to monitor this week by week. Um, I'd be surprised if it ends at this number. But as you can see, this is a very, very steep increase from from june to july and look at condos and townhomes very similar story continues to increase continue to do well san francisco may have been it is the laggard out of all of the bay area rightfully so as you have seen and tuned in for weeks and weeks but the data is showing that like even though people are not returning to the office people are returning to buying homes there because of that social aspect and that lifestyle so very interesting to see this pick up. And sorry, I, I lied. I have one more, which is Contra Costa County. Contra Costa County has a different story. It had picked up significantly over the year. However, look at the June figures as it wrapped up. It actually had decreased uh, from May to June. And it looks like July should be somewhat similar to the June figures. I don't think it will decrease. I think it will be somewhat modest. But then it's beneficial for a lot of people. You have way less of an appraisal risk. It's very predictable for those that are looking in that county. Well, I hope you found this helpful. If you or anyone you know has any questions about the market, 
I would love to connect, work out a strategy, and help you with a game plan to help you buy, sell, or invest in the Bay Area. If you like this video, be sure to hit that like button, hit subscribe, and share with your friends. Enjoy the weekend, and I'll see you at the next one. Bye now. Thank you so much for making it to the very end of my podcast. If you are tired of renting in the Bay Area, are a homeowner looking to do a trade-up for a bigger home, or are a real estate investor, I would love to connect. Click on the Calendly link and let's set up a time to talk. It's never too early to talk about options and to work out a game plan. I also do have an email newsletter, so sign up on the link in the show notes, or you're welcome to watch all of my content on YouTube. See you at the next one.